With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good afternoon, Southwest Florida. Welcome to the Larry Timko Show on 1070 The Zone, where Charlotte County comes to play. Broadcasting from our Howard's Pool World studio, where they didn't invent pool service, they perfected it. Easy day today. Tomorrow's going to be busy, though. We've got Jeremy Beer calling in. Jeremy wrote that book about Oscar Charleston, the life and legend of baseball's greatest forgotten player. Combination of Ty Cobb, Babe Ruth, and Tris Speaker rolled into one, according to Buck O'Neill. Coming up December 4th, we'll have another author calling in, Julie Fenster. She wrote a book called Cheaters Always Win, the history of cheating in American sports. We'll be talking about this year's Astros and the World Series Astros, uh, NASCAR, and how it's so easy to cheat in NASCAR. And uh, we'll be talking a little Belichick and Spygate with Brady as well. Also tomorrow, be sure to join me tomorrow in Englewood as we kick off the Englewood Beach Waterfest. Oh, that's going to be a lot of fun. Tomorrow is the Power Up pre-race party. I'll be broadcasting live from the Lighthouse Grill at Stump Pass. Come out and you can meet and mingle with racers and officials. It's going to be a lot of fun. And, of course, there's going to be food and you can get your VIP passes and stuff there. That's tomorrow at uh, in Englewood at the Lighthouse Grill at Stump Pass. I'll be there from 5 until 7.30, I believe. Also, we've got Thursday night football tomorrow night. Colts and Texans. We'll break that game down for you. In fact, we'll start making our picks in our Chubby's Pro Football Pick'em Challenge game. You can make your picks, too. Just log on to 1070thezone.com. Remember, the weekly winner gets a $25 gift certificate to Chubby's in Port Charlotte. And congratulations to Cheryl Gina. I believe Cheryl Gina had a perfect week. All 15 games, she got them correct. So she gets the $25 gift certificate to Chubby's, and she is in line to win that $500 Visa gift card at the end of the year. And don't forget, Friday night, it's high school football. The divisional, the regional finals, as the Charlotte Tarpons will travel up to Palmetto to take on the Tigers. Pre-game at 7.15, kickoff at 7.30. You can join Jeff Briscoe and myself for that one. All right, should we talk baseball or football first? Uh, baseball... Free agency, team needs. I think I kind of went and wait for Bill on that one. So let's talk football. Let's start making our picks. Of course, tomorrow night, game you can listen to right here. Colts are five and four, taking on the six and three Houston Texans. Texans are favored by four in this game. And you know, it, it's crazy because it, it's one thing to see Lamar Jackson go off against an abysmal Houston secondary, secondary, but it was another to see Deshaun Watson score just seven points, one touchdown. Of course, that total would have been a lot higher if NFL officials knew what pass interference was. Remember in the end zone, DeAndre Hopkins, should have that should have been first and goal at the one. He was all over him, but they didn't call the penalty. Still, despite that, Deshaun Watson struggled despite his success against the Blitz in the last couple of games. His offensive line literally had no chance against the Ravens. 
And you're thinking, well, the Ravens have a pretty good defense. Well, the Colts pressure quarterbacks rather effectively, too. you got to remember, they got Justin Houston and Jabal Sheard. They're quite capable of annoying passers. <laughs> so I think they're going to win their matchups up front, which would cause Deshaun Watson to struggle again. It'll be crucial for the Colts to get on Deshaun Watson, given the matchups his receivers have against this secondary. Watson did not fare well the last time he battled the Colts. Might look at the stats. He threw two interceptions, and it was because of the pressure that he saw up front. And you look at this team, the way they're built right now, Deshaun Watson needs to carry this team, given that the running game, it, it's so hit and miss. Carlos Hyde, let's face it, he's, just, he's an average back. And, and Indianapolis ground defense has really improved ever since they got Darius Leonard back from injury. So this is going to be a tough matchup. And the Colts, I feel bad for those guys. You know, they're struggling, but they lost Jacoby Brissett for a week, and they got almost they beat Miami, but then lost again. And now they got beat up again because Marlon Mack is hurt with a broken hand. So the Colts suffered two losses with Brian Hoyer at the helm. So it was nice to get Jacoby Brissett back under center. But he didn't have the best performance. He did manage the game. He kept drives alive. But it was mostly that running game that helped beat Jacksonville and keep the ball out of Nick Foles, Nick Foles' hands. So I'm thinking Jacoby Brissett's going to play better in this game. Uh, he already had a pretty good stat line going against them the first time around. He went 26-39, 326 yards, and four touchdowns in the first time they met this year. And that was with J.J. Watt playing, too. And Houston's pass rush is way far worse without J.J. Watt. And the secondary right now is a train wreck. That said, T.Y. Hilton probably not going to play. So that's going to help Houston's secondary a little bit. At least I'm, it's unclear. Right now it's saying he's questionable. I'm, he's missed, what, the last three games? So I don't think he's going to play. And we know Marlon Mack's going to sit out with the fractured hand. But his backup, Jonathan Williams... I never even heard of this guy. He came out of nowhere, rushed for over 100 yards, in, in basically in the second half. So he they performed well. I don't think he's going to have this much success against Houston's run defense. But originally, the Texans are favored by four in this game. I'm going to go with the upset on Thursday night football. I've been terrible on Thursday night football, by the way. So <laughs> take it, take what I'm saying with a grain of salt. But I, I kind of like the Colts in this game. Those Thursday night games are so hard to predict. You just never know what's going to happen. But as of right now, I'm going with the Colts. But 76% of the voting public is going with the Texans. This is a good matchup for Thursday night football. Two six and four teams. So we'll see how that one pans out. Dolphins are traveling up to the dog pound to take on the Cleveland Browns. Dolphins are 2-8, and eight, but they've been playing kind of tough football the last four weeks. Cleveland Browns 4-6. Other than that mess against the Pittsburgh Steelers, they've been trending downward. Uh, the one silver lining to Miles Garrett's suspension is that the Browns basically do have a very easy schedule to close out the year, and that begins this Sunday against the Miami Dolphins, who have the worst offensive line in the NFL. As much as I bash the Tampa Bay Buccaneers offensive line, the Dolphins are worse. And that's too bad because, man, Miles Garrett, that would have that just been a devastating matchup. Regardless, though, I still think the Browns can win this matchup up front, especially if Olivier Vernon returns back from injury, which is trending in the right direction. I also expect Ryan Fitzpatrick to continue to struggle. Uh, he enjoyed some nice performances this season. He always does every year. But I think last week, remember how I said he was going to implode? He almost did. He didn't quite exactly have that Fitzpatrick moment yet, but I think it might happen in this contest, especially given that his receiver, receivers are going to be bottled up 
by Denzel Ward and Greedy Williams. So I, I like those matchups on the outside for the Cleveland Browns. I love these defensive backs going back-to-back number one picks. Smart move. Um, the Dolphins, they count. They, 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 they're, they're jostling this roster. I don't even know what's going on. Right now, they called up five practice squad players to their starting defense. They don't stop the run well. I think Nick Chubb is going to be able to have a huge game in this one. He didn't perform like I thought he would last week, but I think this is the week he bounces back. In fact, he's one of my favorite players in the fantasy football aspect. If you're doing FanDuel, I think Nick Chubb is a must-play. Uh, Kareem Hunt looks like he's going to be racking up tons of targets as a receiver. Not really getting the carries, though, uh, but... His return from suspension, I think he's just building up stamina. I think they're going to give him some more carries. When you look at the Dolphins, the Dolphins are terrible against the run. And this is what I'm thinking. Remember when the Cowboys played the Dolphins back in week three? Basically, they ran Ezekiel Elliott for 100 yards, then they pulled him, and then they ran Tony Pollard in the second half, and then he ran for 100 yards. That's kind of what I expect the Cleveland Browns to do to Miami this Sunday with Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt in the backfield. I expect both those guys to have a huge performance. And as bad as the Dolphins are against the run, they're even worse against the pass. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Now, uh, Nick Needham has emerged as a pretty decent cornerback, but the rest of Miami's secondary is just horrible ever since Xavier Howard got injured. It's, it's, the pass rush has basically non-existent, too. Uh, so Odell Beckham Jr. might get limited by Needham, but I expect Jarvis Landry again to have another dominant performance out of the slot. And plus, this is a revenge game for him against his former team. And I always like players going up against their former teams, especially when they're disgruntled players leaving their former team. And that was kind of what Jarvis Landry runs. So I'm, I'm expecting a revenge game from him. And I don't think Baker Mayfield's going to have any problem getting the ball to him either. I don't think he's going to see any kind of pressure out of that Miami defense. So I'll go on another, again, I, I, every week I'm saying it, I'm going with another lopsided win. I'm going to take the Browns to win this one big time. I, I think they're capable of putting up 40 points against the Dolphins this week at home. You know, Dolphins are playing a little bit tougher but I'm going to go Browns win this game 40-13. to 13. <laughs> Anyway, hey, Bill, what's going on? What up? Uh, I'm make... taking the Texans, by the way. You're taking the Revenge Texans? Revenge game. Okay. Revenge. Oh, because the Colts because had got, a huge game. They got their butts whooped last week. That's good, why. Good call. Good call. Uh, I just think uh, I don't think they're going to miss a step without Marlon Mack. I think Jacoby Brissett is finally back on track after missing a couple weeks of football. Last week was his first game back. So, And, and the Texans secondary is horrible right now. So. No T.Y. Hilton will make a difference. Yeah, no T.Y. Hilton, but Zach Pascal and and Charlie Rogers, and you got Naeem Himes coming out of the backfield with Jordan Wilkinson. So I, I, they're, they're all right. I don't think they're going to miss much of a beat. As long as I just think all- Houston's mad. Yeah. This is what I don't like. Is Houston at home? Uh, I'm not looking at it. Uh, yeah, Houston's the home team. Yeah. This is what I don't like from the Colts. I don't want them to try to use uh, Quentin Nelson as a running back. <laughs> no, I don't think you'll see did that. You see that? You see what they did? They, no, they, did they, they really? They, try that? I, it was. Uh, I want to say it was like second and goal at the one, and they tried to use Quentin Nelson as a running back, and he got stuffed at the goal line. Despite the celebration, he did think he got in, and they did. He did a keg stand celebration where the players actually held him up upside down oh, on God. top of another player's back. It was hilarious, but he was they were on review. It was not a touchdown, oh. so it was a celebration for not. Did they, did they get the penalty for the celebration? Then they did not. No, okay. no, no. Oh. All right. Um, where did I leave? Oh, Browns beat the Dolphins. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm agreeing with yeah. you. Yeah, ninety-one percent took the Browns in that one. Yeah, Dolphins win streaks up. Uh, this is a this could be a tough game. This could be a trap game. Broncos three and seven. Buffalo Bills seven and three. Uh, Josh Allen actually Wait, had say that again. Who was that again? Broncos three and seven at the Buffalo Bills seven and three. 
Yeah. <laughs> Josh Allen did have one of his best performances of the year last week. Against but Miami, though. He was battling the Dolphins. That really doesn't count. This Baker Mayfield may be the play this week. I think so, too. I did a Brown stack, in he fact. really might. I, I, this, I like both the running backs. I'm thinking, like I said, I saw Zeke and Tony Pollard both go for 100 yards in the same game against them. Is this the week to play OBJ? No, but I think this is the week to stack uh, Kareem Hunt. <laughs> You're like, no. With Nick Chubb. No, this is the pick. This is how you do it. Either go with Baker Mayfield, Jarvis Landry, and both the running backs. Mm-hmm. Or you pull Baker Mayfield and you go with the Browns defense. But you're stacking both the running backs and Jarvis Landry. That's how I'm playing it this week. Well, you, you got to have one guy who's like, and nobody's going to pick. Nick Chubb's cheap. No one's picking him. I got him for 4500 last week. I think he's going to be very heavily owned this week. Yeah, well, against it's because it's against the Miami Dolphins. That's why. That's what yeah. I'm saying. But I think somebody like OBJ might go a little under uh, look there. Mm-hmm. Just saying. I All think right. it could be a play this well, week. Well, you know who else is a relatively cheap play? And when I talk about cheap, I'm talking about under $7,000 on FanDuel. Mm-hmm. You know, in the 6700 and down range. And the guy I'm talking about is Philip Lindsay going up against the Buffalo Bills. Uh, the Bills have troubles running the, stopping the ball. Or stopping the rushing attack. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Broncos, when they allowed Leonard Fournette to trample them in that early season contest for 200-plus <laughs> yards, they were banged up, and they didn't have their starting defensive line intact at the time. Those linemen have all returned after that. And since then, look at defense, the defensive front. Look what they did to Dalvin Cook. They mm-hmm. shut him down. You know, So uh, even though the Buffalo has a pretty solid running tandem in their rookie Delvin Singletary and Frank Gore, I think they're going to get shut down. And that means when the running game gets shut down, they have to put the offense on Josh Allen's shoulders. And when Josh Allen has the offense on his shoulders, he tends to struggle. Conversely, the Bills, like I said, have a weak run game. Um, I mean, look what Adrian Peterson, he had 100 yards against him in the first half a couple weeks ago. You know, So imagine what Philip Lindsay is going to be able to accomplish, I think. You know, it, it, it took the Broncos a half a year to determine what they should do with Philip Lindsay. Now they finally decided, you know what, he's going to be our primary back, and Royce Freeman is going to be the backup. You know, before they were tr- they were sharing carries. Now Lindsay's getting the carries, so I think he's going to go up in value. And everybody thinks, oh, Buffalo's got this great defense, blah blah blah. They're a solid defense, I'll give you that, but they're not solid against the run. <laughs> so mm-hmm. Brandon Allen is going to need. Lindsay to be explosive because Allen, as a quarterback, is going to get crushed this week because Buffalo does have a, an elite pass defense, and they fare yeah. way better against aerial attacks than they do against rushing attacks. So I can't imagine Brandon Allen doing anything positive in this game. He's going to be a sitting duck in the pocket, but I do like Philip Lindsay in this game. I still think this is a trap game for Buffalo. You know, Buffalo might be a little overrated, and I wouldn't, you know, and the fact that the Broncos almost beat Minnesota and could not pull it off, I can see the similar... With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Nothing happened this week. I can see the Broncos winning this game 21-20. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how I'm looking at it. Yeah. Um, how many people I'm looking at? 93% took the Buffalo Bills. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I'm going to take the Broncos. I upset. might be there with you as well on that. You may have talked me into it. Yeah, I just I like the Philip Lindsay matchup. Yeah, and you know what? That might be very good for yeah. Fandle too. Because it, yeah, and nobody thinks- that's like well, that's like last night what happened to me in basketball. Mm-hmm. Corey Joseph 
course, starting in Sacramento, but he's been getting like 13 points and whatnot. Just been really, every time I play him, he stinks. Yeah. He, and it, it, it works that way every time I don't play him or I do play him. So I faded him last night. Okay. And of course, he goes 3% owned and puts up 40 points. <laughs> of course. And he's, on the, he's in the winning lineup. Uh-huh. So if I just would have gone that route with him and started him at that 3% owned, knowing he was going to be, and I knew he was going to be 3 4% owned. Yeah. I knew that going in. And I was like, yeah, you know what? I'm going to pass because I just don't think he's going to have the game tonight. Well, I was wrong. But but like I said, if I would have started that construction with him last night, mm-hmm. like starting it with Lindsay in your fantasy, in your in your FanDuel, it could actually construct a winning lineup for you if you play All right. the cards right, obviously. I've got another potential winning lineup, which would get you a very cheap quarterback, a very cheap running back, and a very cheap wide receiver. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. But I will tell you what that matchup is after we take our first break. <laughs> we make more of our Chubby's Pro Football Pick'em Picks. On 1070 The Zone, you're listening to the Larry Timko Show with Bill Sievert, uh, where Charlotte County comes to play. Where Charlotte County comes to play. And you're home for Tampa Bay Rays baseball. Swinging a drive deep to right by Pham to the opposite field, carrying well to gone. Tommy Pham, he's got a home run to the Rays now, lead 4 nothing in Texas. 1070 The Zone. Our 2019 iHeartRadio Music Festival. Coming back to the CW16 of the biggest music artists in the world. Two nights, one stage. I love this show because it celebrates every type of music. Miley plays her biggest hits. Thank you so much, Alicia Keys surprises the festival with Louis Capaldi. Help me sing this part. And the return of Green Day. Las Vegas. Don't miss these once-in-a-lifetime moments and more. Watch our must-see iHeartMedia Music Festival next Wednesday and Thursday night at 8 p.m. on the CW Network. You can shop for patio furniture at those big box stores where the selection is brown, brown, or brown. But you don't have to, because Leaders Casual Furniture carries a wide selection to choose from. 18 locations. Find one at leadersfurniture.com. I'm attorney Jeff Briscoe. Wherever you are on life's journey, estate planning is critical. Consider consulting with an attorney to ensure you have the documents in place to protect you and your loved ones. The Law Office of Jeff Briscoe is dedicated to estate planning and probate law located in Port Charlotte, serving all of Southwest Florida. House call appointments available, always free consultations. Call attorney Jeff Briscoe at 941-625-4189 or visit jeffbriscoe.com. Join me this Friday night at 515 right here on 1070 The Zone. I'll sit down with Charlotte Tarpon's head football coach, Binky Waldrop, and preview Charlotte Tarpons football and Friday night's game. It's the Coach's Corner with me, Jeff Briscoe, proudly sponsored by Greg's Automotive in downtown Punta Gorda. That's the Coach's Corner with Binky Waldrop previewing Charlotte Tarpons football this Friday night, 515 on 1070 The Zone. Saturday, it's an SEC East versus West matchup as the Bulldogs host the Aggies between the hedges. Hi, this is Ryan Radke of Westwood One. Join Derek Rackley and me for all the action from Athens, Georgia. Jake Fromm and the 9-1 Georgia Bulldogs are coming off a win over Auburn with national title hope still alive. Can they keep it rolling against a spoiler-minded Texas A&M? Join us to find out. If it's NCAA football, it's right here. Right here on 1070 The Zone, where Charlotte County comes to play. Brought to you in part by DeSoto Auto Mall, where it's cheaper in the country. Don Gaskar Charlotte County Ford is proud to bring you round three of the Florida High School football playoffs. It's the regional finals as the Charlotte Tarpons travel up 75 to take on the 11-1 Palmetto Tigers. It's all brought to you in part by the Captain's Table, Port Charlotte Honda Volkswagen, 
Nolan Family Insurance, Jeff Briscoe Attorney at Law, Lashley Crab House, Harpoon Harry's, and Zaxby's. It's the Florida High School Football Playoffs Round 3, Charlotte Tarpons versus Palmetto Tigers on our sister station 1070 The Zone and streaming live online at 1070thezone.com. Rich Eisen here for Honda. What's topping your wish list this holiday season? If it's a new car, then visit your local Honda dealer for the Happy Honda Day sales event where you can get a great deal on an Accord, Civic Sedan, or Civic Hatchback. All come loaded with the smartest tech, like available Apple CarPlay integration and standard Honda sensing, a suite of safety and driver assistive features that can alert you to things you might miss on the road. So hurry into your local Honda dealer right now and cross that new car off your wish list today. In sports, legends are born every day. That special concoction of talent, coaching, and timing forms special teams that stay with us forever. Hi, I'm Jason Smith. And I'm Mike Harmon. This is the Special Teams Podcast. Together, Jason and I shine a spotlight on the greatest sports teams in history as we remember what made them great and maybe tell you some things you didn't know. iHeartRadio is number one for podcasts, but don't take our word for it. Find special teams on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. The Tampa Bay Lightning fell to the St. Louis Blues last night 3-1. to one. With the game tied at one in the third, the Blues would break that tie. And Paquette, a clearing attempt blocked by Bertuzzo. Again, the Lightning struggle to get pucks out. It's loose. Gord couldn't get it past Sunquist. Holds it in right corner, Robert Thomas. Back for Sunquist. He scores from the right circle. Uh, the Lightning have been playing with fire all night when they don't get pucks out and they give the Blues two, three, four chances in the offensive zone. Sunquist roofed that shot from the right circle. It's 2 1 St. Louis. Dave Michigan on the call. Anthony Sorelli scored the only goal for the Lightning in the first period. That's his second game in which he scored a goal. The Lightning played the entire third period without Nikita Kucherov. It does not appear to be a concussion. John Cooper will give us an update as the week progresses. He took a hit from Braden Shen late in the second. The Lightning now gets set to take on the Chicago Blackhawks Thursday nights in Chicago. With your Lightning Report, I'm Greg Lanelli. Where Charlotte County comes to play. 1070 The Zone. Welcome back to the Larry Timko Show on 1070 The Zone, where Charlotte County comes to play. Don't forget to join me tomorrow at the Lighthouse Grill at Stump Pass in Englewood as we get ready for the Englewood <coughs> Beach Water Fest. I'll be down there, and you can meet and mingle with the racers and the officials at this pre-race party, which will be at the Stump Pass Marina. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, and, and you know what? It's even better. As the weather's warming up, we'll be back into the mid to upper 70s tomorrow, and it's going to be a wonderful weekend to be out on the water and enjoy a boat race, too. Anyway, Bill Siebert here in our Howard's Pool World Studios as we are talking our Chubby's Pro Football Pick'em Picks. Make sure you get yours in. Just head over to 1070thezone.com and uh, get your picks in. Weekly winner gets a $25 gift certificate to Chubby's in Port Charlotte. The grand prize winner gets a $500 Visa gift card. And again, congratulations to Cheryl Gina who was perfect this week. Only three people have been perfect this week. Maple Leaf Jim, Cheryl year. Gina, and myself. Year. Huh? said week. Oh, week. What, year? You said year. Oh, year. Or you said week. Oh, year. week. But this, okay, perfect this week. <laughs> no, ever, no, this no, year. No, only three people have been perfect this year for the Two week. Two of them were on the same week. Yeah, you, and, yeah. you and Maple Leaf yeah, Jim. Yeah, me and Maple Leaf Jim. And he ended up beating me by six points in the overall. <laughs> anyway, we're talking football, making our real, picks. Real quick, though, before we get to that, I just sure. got to give a shout-out to the best team in hockey. Ooh. My St. Louis Blues. 
And I know them and the Bruins have each 31 points. They're each first in their their. How 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 often does that happen? The two teams that went to the Cup uh, through the first couple months of the of the next season, both leading the league in yeah. points. Yeah, uh, you know what? We'll have uh, actor Dr. J. Uh, Calvert, Dr. Hockey. Dr. Hockey. Call yeah, I can't wait to uh, talk to him. He actually just sent me a message. I see. That's how I knew about the Nikita Kucherov injury. Yeah, well, <laughs> you just said was, he got hurt last night. Yeah, I like, actually kind of missed that yeah. last night. That was in the third period yeah. that happened, right? Yeah, he actually wants to call in tomorrow. We might hook it up, but I, I've got Jeremy Beer calling in tomorrow. And then he want, he's like, in Friday, I don't know if we'll have a show because I've got that road trip to Palmetto, so we might blow off Friday. <laughs> well, hats, hats off to the Blues. We're playing good, very good hockey, 7-2 and Seven, one, and two in our last ten games. So nice. My Blues are playing great, and you know the Lightning. I just got to say this about them: Ronick was right on. You know me; I never agree with Jeremy Ronick about anything. Right. But I agreed with what he said about the Lightning last night. They have no identity, and I and I think that points right to their head coach. And hear me out on this: I'm I, I, I like John Cooper, but I think that and this is this is just a theory. But I but I was talking with a buddy of mine about this, and we both kind of feel the same way about this. We both feel that the lightning struggles come from John Cooper, and this is why. Because if you think about it, last year going into the playoffs, just think about this: if he got if he got into their heads a little bit, maybe maybe got them a little too overconfident mm-hmm. with the season they had going into the playoffs. Oh, don't worry, we're going to beat Columbus. This team's nothing. Yeah, you know, yada yada yada. Then you get swept. Overconfident. So, so you just lost confidence right there in your coach. Now going into the next season, you you have no confidence with what this guy's telling you. And well, I think that's rubbing <laughs> off on the ice. I really do. There's, there's, they played. Uh, Vasilevsky played great last night. Yeah, I, mean, well, I watched every inch of that game. Well, that I, I, I thought they were going to turn things around, and they got back. They got their mojo back when they got back from Sweden. No. It seemed like that Sweden trip did wonders for I mean, them. Just because they played Buffalo. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> but Buffalo's better. <laughs> but it is Buffalo. <laughs> Buffalo is. Uh, I, don't know. I just thought that Sweden trip was ten you know, and eight right now. Yeah, yeah. I just thought that Sweden trip was a wake up call, refresh them or something, but nope, obviously it didn't work out. But right now, I mean, you look at the Lightning nine seven and two. That's that's not they're 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 falling off a little bit. But that's like I said, as long as they stumble into the playoffs, (laughs) they can get hot there. That's where I want to get hot. They're they're not. I'll be honest with you, they're not too far off from missing the playoffs. You know, I have to actually look and see if they're actually in it. Uh, Hold on one second. Go go. I don't care if they won sixty games or or. 38 games, as long as they make the playoffs at this point. Because when they get to the playoffs... It right doesn't, now, you, you know, want to know something? Because it doesn't matter if they're the number one seed or the number eight seed. Well, you want to know something <laughs> but, right now? They're not in the playoffs right now. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, they're that's like scary. 12th. Really? Yeah. Yeah, but it's, so, it's so early. The playoffs so early. is like 25 and they're 20. So okay. they're a good five-point difference behind, right. but that's not a good that's not a good position to be in right now. Yeah, but hey, it's, it's November. Man. Yeah, but you know what? Let me, hey, let me say something. Yeah. You know what yesterday was? Uh, when they fired the Blues coach. That's right. Year. The this anniversary year. of yeah. the hiring of Greg Berube in yeah. St. Louis and the beginning of the winning of a Stanley Cup. Yeah, but so they it's were not under, too early but, to look at a coaching but, change right now, my friend. But remember, the Blues were in last place yeah, at well, that you know time. What? The Lightning were the top dog last year, mm-hmm. and now they're not even in the playoffs. So I think I think there's reason to be concerned. Mm-hmm. I just saying, I think there's reason to be concerned, and I believe it. Believe I believe it starts with coaching. Mm-hmm. I really either that or it's leadership on the ice, and I don't know how they have a problem with that. Yeah, because they've exactly. got some good leaders on that ice. So I, I don't know, so, man. Yeah, I don't know. I, I just got to question it myself. I don't we know. Can get but, back to football but, whenever you but want. But. Cooper is kind of like Jason Light. He got that extension. Yeah, you yeah, know? exactly. So. You know, uh, you know except Cooper's you know giving us better the results. You know what a good example is too, and and since we're we're talking football, mm-hmm. this kind of switch back to football. Denny Green with Minnesota. If you remember him, he remember he went fifteen and one. Oh, with, yeah. with Randall Cunningham, mm-hmm. had Brad Johnson's Lost to the year, Falcons, had Randy Moss. That was the year they drafted Randy Moss. Yeah. 
Um, but then after that, they went like they they had four different quarterbacks in four years that he made the playoffs with, and then he mm-hmm. got fired. Okay, but I think a lot of that was because they lost confidence in their coach, just kind of like what's happening with the Lightning right now. All right, I was thinking more like Jeff Fisher, nine and seven every year. <laughs> yeah, but the Lightning went were the best team in hockey. Yeah, they were the best year, team in you know? hockey. So yeah. I, that's why I kind of look at like at Denny Green. We kind of made that comparison. My mm-hmm. buddy and I were talking about all this. So. All right, getting back to yeah. football. Now, hear me out on this one. I might be crazy. Oh, oh you oh. want to talk crazy. Okay. You were, yeah, no, hold on. <laughs> You're talking fan duels. Remember, we were just talking about that. Yes. I think I've got the quarterback this week who's going to be way under the radar. He's cheaper than any of the guys we talk about. Cheaper than the guy I'm saying? Yep. Okay. Who? Right there, buddy. Driscoll. Jeff Look Driscoll? at who he's playing. Oh, against Washington? Against Washington. All right, but here and we are on this one. crappy pass defense? Yeah. Sign me up. I'll take yeah. some of Driscoll on that. But here's I'll, get, the, I'll get that 2% ownership. This is why I'm, I'm leaning away from Jeff Driscoll, all right, is because mm-hmm. he had a really good game against the Cowboys, and I just don't think he can put up back-to-back performances. <laughs> I do, because I think Washington's pass defense is that bad. To I'll get to that one. Yeah. I really do. Uh, the quarterback I'm going with I is, mean, their pass defense is 16th overall, but th- yeah. their defense in all just stinks. The quarterback I'm going with. Threw four interceptions, got beat up by his own helmet, <laughs> and, oh, and is playing an 0 10 team this week. Oh, wait, he might be cheaper All than right. Driscoll. He but might be. I, I believe he's like 6,700. Yeah, yeah, right, so my quarterback's cheaper, right. 6,900. You're right. right. Your quarterback is a little but cheaper. But I think on, my quarterback's got but more hear, value. But he, no, but hear me out on this. All right, Cincinnati's 0 10. They're bad. I mean, they're really bad. All right. Mason Rudolph is coming off his worst performance ever. He was humiliated. He got beat up by his own helmet. All right. Okay, hold on. All right. No, hold on. Let me finish. Let me finish. All right. He threw four interceptions. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. All right. He's not going to have James Conner. At least it doesn't look like he's going to have James Conner. <laughs> yeah. All right. So that means Jalen Samuels will be a big play this week. All right. And now Maybe. I'm hearing, now I'm hearing J- Juju Smith-Schuster might not play this week. And I like that DeAndre George Johnson kid. De- Deion Johnson. He's actually kind of emerged in the offense the last three weeks. So these are three sleepers. Real cheap. I'm thinking that could have big play against an 0-10 Cincinnati Bengals team. Maybe that'll be my dollar lineup this week. You know? with, with Mason Rudolph, you might talk. You know, now we're talking about it. I almost have to play him the way you're making a case. Right, let me ask you this. Well, okay, Real me, quick. Because okay. you, you're making this case for Mason Rudolph. How many points oh, does I'm he— I'm wrong about Deontay Johnson. He's out, too. Okay, so that, that really hurts Mason Rudolph, then, because who well, he got to no, throw to? Check this out. Okay. But, re, but real quick, though. Right. How many points at 6,900 do you need him to get to win a GPP, especially at a— at the, For Mason Rudolph? Yeah. If I can get 15 points out of him, I'm happy. Really? At that you price think you point? can win a GPP with a quarterback who scores 15 points? Oh, yeah. I don't. I do. I don't. I've seen it. <laughs> I, I, no. no I've way. seen it. I'll go back and look. Go I ahead. Just, but uh, I, I, the way it's looking right now. Well, the most points he's gotten all year long is 17. <laughs> Go ahead. J.J. Smith-Schuster, Deontay Johnson, and James Conner are all supposed to be hurt. All right? It would okay. be shocking if Smith-Schuster plays in this game. Uh, Johnson is more questionable. So the Steelers missing their top two receivers would be devastating most matchups. But they're battling the Bengals. Cincinnati's secondary is terrible. Their linebacking core is rated the worst in the NFL. So James Walsh.
Washington, who's been performing better lately, could have a nice showing in this contest. And I really like Vance McDonald against these horrible tight ends. If you're looking for a tight end value, Vance McDonald's right there. And Pittsburgh's defense has been carrying this team, you know. <laughs> Basically, this pass rush has been terrific. So I'm looking at R- Ryan Finley going up against this pass oh, rush? No okay, way. I'll give you this. Their first meeting, he did start that game against Cincinnati. Mason Rudolph did. Mason Rudolph. Okay. He was 24-28, 229, two touchdowns, three carries for negative three yards, which means he probably got sacked three times. Yeah. Or something like but that. But no no turnovers. But no turnovers, no fumbles, no interceptions. He had 16.86 FanDuel points. Do you think that's enough to win you a GPP? Yeah. I don't. I do. I actually I think don't. he's going to have a better game this I week. Because I, I actually think Cincinnati's gotten worse since that meeting. I don't because I think you're going to have a guy like Driscoll who nobody's going to have who's going to end up with like 30 points against Washington. I think, I, I'm, I'm just saying I think there's other guys out there that if you pay up a little bit more mm. are going to give you a lot better value. And that's why you're going to get sunk with Mason Rudolph okay. and his 16 points because you're going to be doubled up by a guy who's $500 This is the conundrum, all mm-hmm. right? All right, when you look, when you're comparing the quarterbacks, mm-hmm. when you look at Jeff Driscoll and those Detroit Lions, they're going up against one of the worst rushing defenses in the NFL. Problem is, in Detroit, you have no running backs, all right? Mm-hmm. Then you got a secondary that's not so great either, but you do have some good receivers. So I'm going to give you this. I'm going to say Jeff Driscoll has at least 15 to 20 more pass attempts than Mason Rudolph will because Mason Rudolph actually has a decent running game. The the Lions don't. Okay, okay, let me ask you this then. If if you really want to reach down to the barrel, you really want to pull somebody out that's not going to be owned, who's going to get you, I think, more points than that. Daniel Jones. Haskins. Dwayne Haskins against the Lions? Against the Lions defense. You could go. You could actually reverse that and take him. He's at 6,700. Now, hear me out on this. The, line, the reason why I say this is because the Lions' pass defense right now is pretty bad. Yeah. And if they're But, cor- but Darius is good. Yeah, but if he's still out. He's not. He played against the Cowboys. Oh, did he? Oh, yeah. I didn't see that. I thought <laughs> yeah. he was out. We almost bad. lost against the Cowboys because of him. Oh, I thought he was, <laughs> I thought he was out last week. No, nah, he actually played. Oh, oh. Yeah. I, I overlooked that one. Yeah. Uh, but still, but I, I'm just saying, here's a guy who just scored 18 points against the Jets. Who are kind of comparable pass defense wise to the, to the way the Lions have been playing, and I'm just saying I don't know. It could be a sleeper pick there. I'm just saying. I'm not saying I would go to him, but if you're going to go that far down the bow, that far down the barrel, I would might might reach a little bit farther down for him. Well, see, because then then there's a guy who's going to. Okay, here you, you want Dwayne Haskins was we're really trying. To, we're really we're right. really pulling him out. Uh, of the uh, this of the one, here's my breakdown real quick on that Lions Redskins game. Dwayne Dwayne Haskins was. Horrible last week. Yeah, he, he was. He has no pocket awareness to speak of. I agree. And if you looked at him, he looked like it was his. He was he, nineteen he looked like a out rookie. of thirty-five. Yeah, he struggled. Yeah, and, and that he was, looked like he looked like uh, Winston. And that, and that was supposed to be an easy matchup against the Jets. <laughs> you know. Yeah, now, right. the, like I said, the Lions do struggle against aerial attacks, but I don't anticipate him improving. They have Darius Slay to take care of Terry McLaren. The rest of their secondary is not very good, but neither is the rest of the Washington Redskins receiving core. The one problem for Haskins last week was Adrian Peterson and Darius Geis couldn't get anything going on the ground. All right, that put Dwayne Haskins in unfavorable down and distance situations. Darius Geis didn't have a bad game. He, no, he had a good game passing wise. Oh, he gave you a reception. He a, yeah, reception. Yeah. He got he got some balls out of the backfield, but as far as the ground game was concerned, he didn't put up anything. Uh, okay, no, I hear you there. I, I, now, with that being said, I think Peterson and Geis are going to have more success running against the Lions because the Lions don't have a very good pass. A rush defense, even though they were able to funnel Ezekiel Elliott down, but they've game planned against Zeke. That's why I told you Dak Prescott's going to have a huge game. I said that last week, did I not? Mm-hmm. I said Dak Prescott is going to have a huge game, not Ezekiel Elliott. And I was right, except for the fact that Zeke did score two touchdowns, one rushing, one receiving, but he didn't have his yards like he normally has. Uh, Matt Stafford is out again in this game. 
Uh, so that means, like you said, Driscoll, who's not a very good player either, but he can scramble well. His mm-hmm. accuracy is severely lacking. So I do think he'll connect on some throws to Kenny Galladay and Marvin Jones, but not with the consistency that we've seen with Matthew Stafford. And like I said, the Redskins are awful against the pass too. They, uh, this is a tough game. <laughs> it's in Washington. I don't. Oh man, I, I I could see the Redskins beating the Lions in this game. I, I don't. That's how much. I, I'm going to go with the Redskins in this game. <laughs> uh, that's what I'm saying is that Haskins could be one of those guys. I, mean, I don't think it's going to be Haskins. <laughs> I think I, I'm going with I'm going against you on this though. I think it's going to be the Lions. I'm sticking with my with my pick of Driscoll. To be honest with you, is my quarterback this week is at least one of them. Um, I think he's a guy that can, like I say, I think he's going to be two to five percent owned on Fanduel. I think he's the guy that's going to put up close to thirty points. He's going to be your Josh Allen this week. I really believe it's Driscoll. I think I'm right about this. And, and not only that. You can stack weapons because he's got receivers that you can stack with him, unlike Mason Rudolph, who's everybody's out. Dwayne Haskins really has no one to throw the ball to. Just Terry to. McLaren. That's, that's what I'm saying. You can put him, put him in with McLaren, but what has what McLaren been doing? He hasn't been doing anything lately anyway. Uh, so it's like it's really hard for me to go that route. It's much easier for me to go the Driscoll route and make that kind of make that stack to go that way because I don't believe they're going to run the ball very much, to be honest with you, against Washington. I think they're going to throw it a lot. And I think Driscoll's primed to have a good game. I mean, let's look at what he did against Dallas. He put up 27.46 uh, FanDuel points against the seventh-ranked pass defense in the league. Mm-hmm. You know, what's he going to do to the team that, oh. that's, uh, what are they, 20? Hey, hey, let's take our Westwood. 16th. Okay, we'll take our Westwood 1 NFL update, and we'll come back, and let's break down the Bucks and the Falcons game. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> we'll do that next on 1070 to the Zone, where Charlotte County comes to play. Here is your Westwood 1 NFL update, and we'll talk Bucks and Falcons next on the Larry Timko Show. Charlotte, Connor re-aggravated a previous shoulder injury while playing the Browns last week. Head coach Mike Tomlin would not confirm how much Connor will do at practice this week, but did say rookie Benny Snell has been cleared to return. And T.Y. Hilton says he still needs final approval from the medical staff to get on the field Thursday night against the Texans. Hilton has missed the last three games with a calf injury. Get this, three of his four best regular season games have come in Houston. This has been NFL Network Now on the Westwood One Radio Network. Around here, everyone knows you need the right tool for the job. It's the difference between orders filled and orders missed, between return customers and product returns. That's why I order from Granger. With over 250 local branches, we'll call product pickup, and a time-saving mobile app, it's easy to get it right. When it comes to getting what you need, when you need it, Granger's got your back. Call, clickgranger.com or stop by to see for yourself. Granger for the ones who get it done. This year, the Home Depot can help bring the holidays home for free with free delivery on online holiday decor like artificial Christmas trees, big, small, white lights or multicolored, 140 varieties. Pick one out and we'll deliver it over the river, through the woods, right to your door for free. Free delivery on online holiday decor only at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. U.S. only. See store for details. 
where Charlotte County comes to play and your home for Tampa Bay Lightning hockey. Front Killorn open, backhand shot, score! Killorn! And what a pass from Sorelli! 1070 the zone! This is The Herd with Colin Cowherd. The Browns have an easier schedule and Baltimore's gets hard. And I said on the air, seriously, in a month, Cleveland will be in first place and Baltimore will be in second place. I'm embarrassing. I apologize. I have told my staff to take it off the archive. It is my worst football take ever. Colin Cowherd. Being great is really important. Weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Five courses under one golf club? That's 99 holes of golf. Welcome to Rotunda Golf and Country Club. For a limited time, they are offering a special golf membership package. Sign up for a 2020 golf membership and receive the rest of this year's dues free. That's right. Sign up now for 2020 and play the rest of 2019 on us. Give us a call today at 941-697-2414. That's 941-697-2414. Join me this Friday night at 515 right here on 1070 The Zone. I'll sit down with Charlotte Tarpon's head football coach, Binky Waldrop, and preview Charlotte Tarpon's football and Friday night's game. It's the Coach's Corner with me, Jeff Briscoe. Proudly sponsored by Greg's Automotive in downtown Punta Gorda. That's the Coach's Corner with Binky Waldrop previewing Charlotte Tarpons football this Friday night, 515 on 1070 The Zone. Tom McCarthy here from Westwood One with a preview of Thursday night football. Week 12 gets started in Houston with Deshaun Watson and the Texans hosting Jacoby Brissett and the Indianapolis Colts. Both are 6-4 and and sit atop the AFC South, but the Colts won the first meeting last month. Can the Texans even the score? Join Tony Baselli and me to find out and hear the NFL all season from Westwood One. Right here on 1070 The Zone, where Charlotte County comes to play, brought to you in part by DeSoto Auto Mall, where it's cheaper in the country. And now back to sports, brought to you by Anna Jar and Levine. Accident attorneys been in an accident? Call 747-FREE. That's 1-800-747-3733. Sergey Bobrovsky logged 35 saves as the Panthers beat the Flyers 5-2 in Florida. Alexander Barkov and Brett Connolly each had a goal and an assist in the win. Colton Sevier, Jonathan Hoberdeau, and Mike Hoffman also lit the lamp for the Panthers, who have won four of their last five games. Morgan Frost scored in his NHL debut for the Flyers. Philly goalie Carter Hart was pulled midway through the second with Florida up 4-1. to Philly has now lost four in a row. Oscar Sundquist scored the go-ahead goal early in the third period as the Blues skated to a 3-1 win over the Lightning in St. Louis. Jaden Schwartz added an empty netter in the closing seconds to seal the victory. David Perron opened the scoring for the Blues, who snapped a three-game losing streak. Jordan Bingington made 17 saves for St. Louis. Anthony Sorelli gave Tampa a 1-0 lead late in the first period before the Blues scored three unanswered. Andre Vasilevsky stopped 31 shots in the defeat. Over to football, the Dolphins are releasing running back Mark Walton following his arrest Tuesday for punching his pregnant girlfriend in the head. Police in Davie, Florida say Walton's girlfriend claims he pushed her against the wall and punched her several times in the face and head. The 22-year-old was charged with aggravated battery on a pregnant person, which is a felony that carries a 15-year maximum sentence. Walton has now been arrested four times in less than a year, leading to his release by Miami. The Finns sit at 2-8 and eight on the season as they head to Cleveland Sunday. The Gators are still a 
11th in this week's college football playoff rankings despite another win on Saturday. Florida State put after beating Missouri on the road 23-6. The Gators improved to 9-2 on the season as they take a week off before closing out their regular season on November 30th against Florida State in Gainesville. The top of the rankings remained unchanged. LSU, Ohio State, Clemson, and Georgia in as of now. Bama, Oregon, Utah, Oklahoma, and Penn State next up. That's your Florida Sports. I'm Zach Blobner. Where Charlotte County comes to play. 1070 The Zone. Welcome back to the Larry Timko Show on 1070 The Zone, where Charlotte County comes to play. Bill Siebert here in our Howard's Pool World Studio as we're comparing our FanDuel lineups right now. These are not our locks for sure, but definitely something we're working on. And we're also making our picks in our Chubby's Pro Football Pick'em Challenge as well. Our game next is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 3-7 and seven at the Atlanta Falcons, who are also 3-7. and seven. But Right now, my question is, how healthy is Jameis Winston's ankle? He did sprain it against the Saints. I have no confidence. Bruce Arians said Winston will play if he's healthy. It's unclear if Winston will be limited at all by it. There's also a chance that he'll be fine leading up to this game. And, and there's also a chance he could aggravate the injury again in Sunday's game. So who mm-hmm. knows? Either way. I said he'd get hurt this year, right? Yeah. Either way, though, looking at this, Winston does have a very positive matchup against Atlanta's poor secondary. The Falcons have been far better against the pass since their bye week. I just don't think it's sustainable. I have to imagine that Mike Evans and Chris Godwin are going to have to take advantage of the matchups that they have against the Falcons because their cornerbacks are they're, they're lackluster. So if Winston is healthy, he should be able to deliver the ball to him. Uh, on another area, the Falcons have actually improved since their bye week is their pass rush. They couldn't get any sort of heat to the quarterback earlier in the year, but all of a sudden they sacked Drew Brees and Kyle Allen a combined 12 times in the last two weeks. Mm-hmm. We all know how Winston is jittery in the pocket. So if Atlanta's pass rush is legit, we might see a repeat of this on Sunday. I agree. I mean, yeah. right now at this point, I mean, now Jenna Lane is saying that he had uh, Winston has not shown any signs of the injury at practice, but that's at practice. They're going to go easy on him at practice. Right. Um, Claiborne and company are not going to be going easy on him on Sunday. They're going to be coming at him, like right. you said, full force. Yeah, talk- He's oh. going to have to run and scramble a little bit because that offensive line's not going to yeah. be good enough. Now, the Falcons do have a poor secondary, but – the Tampa Bay defensive backfield is even worse. Yeah. The Buccaneers have dreadful cornerbacks. Their safeties are terrible. Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley are going to have a very easy time getting open. And if Austin Hooper is actually healthy this week and returning from injury, he's, uh, for my hearing, he's questionable. He's day-to-day at practice. Mm-hmm. So if he's healthy, he could take advantage of those matchups too. The Falcons have always had prolific weapons to go along with Matt Ryan. Uh, the problem right now, they don't have a running game. And their pass protection is pretty bad. Atlanta's offensive line is very is blocked poorly prior to the bye. Uh, they've actually looked a little bit better since uh, the bye, but I don't know if that's a fluke. Again, I don't anticipate Atlanta running the ball very well. The Falcons do shut or the Bucks do shut down the running game. So even if Devontae Freeman does return from injury, the Buccaneers will shut him down. I, I kind of like the Buccaneers winning this game for several reasons. Uh, but but the reason I am not going to pick them to win this game is because of Jameis Winston is a turnover machine. I think this going to be a very close game. I'm looking at 35-31 Falcons. Yeah, I I, I think it's going to be a little bit more one-sided uh, than the other. I think the Falcons' defense has really come alive, and they, they found something in Atlanta with their defense. And I think removing Ryan Morris, 
uh, to back to help the defensive backs out has helped them out tremendously. Yeah. Um, there's, there's different things that's happening right now in Atlanta that makes me think that this is the wrong time for the Bucks to be playing the Falcons. They got hot all of a sudden. They've all of a sudden gotten red hot. Mm-hmm. And it's not been because really of Matt Ryan. I mean, you want to look at Matt Ryan in the last two games. He's, he's been 20 out of 35 for 182. And then last week he was 21 out of 31 for 311. Um, He's had he, the the key thing is here though he's only turned the ball over once in the last two weeks. Now you look at Winston on the other hand, how many times has he turned the ball over in the last two weeks? In the last two weeks he's turned the ball over six times. That's just interceptions, mm-hmm. you know. Not to mention the fumble that he had, the two fumbles that he's had to go along with that. So Jameis Winston has his own problems as far as that goes, but Matt Ryan is not going to make those kinds of mistakes, and he's going to do the smart thing. And look at look at the game that Ridley had last week. Yeah, uh, Calvin Ridley had a huge game last week, and I actually had him in my Fanduel. Um, nice. Trying to pull up his stats, but they're not coming up right now. But he had over 100, 100 mm-hmm. plus yards receiving last week. And, and really led the Falcons to that win. I think you're going to see the same kind of thing here with this passing attack uh, with Atlanta. And it might even be to where you might even want to try and put a lineup in there with Matt Ryan. But for me, he's just a little too expensive in FanDuel as far as that goes. But as far as winning the game goes, I think Atlanta's got this game in the bag. I believe he's 7,900. Yeah, he's 70, yeah, that's what I was just looking at. Seven, I know, I got that's, him. <laughs> you know, if that's the case, I, I don't know if I'm going to go that high with yeah. him. You know what I mean? That's kind of expensive. But then again, he might have one of these games this week where he puts up th- uh, 300 yards, four touchdowns, mm-hmm. and you're wishing you would have played him. Yeah. So it's it could be that kind of week with him. So, yeah. you know, you almost have to, in a safe kind of way, do one of your lineups or a couple of your lineups with Matt Ryan. Right. But here's my point, though, on why I think it's going to be one-sided. I don't think Winston's healthy. I think that ankle is going to be bothering him. I think he's going to be pressured all game, like you said, mm-hmm. and I think he's going to end up leaving the game if he does start. And we'll finally get and to see we'll Ryan Griffin. And then we'll finally see Ryan or, or, uh, uh, or Ryan, yeah, Ryan Griffin. Ryan Griffin. Yeah. Ryan Griffin. We'll finally see Ryan Griffin. Sorry, I don't even know his name because they never play him. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, basically, uh, we'll see what he we we'll see what he's got. But I'll be honest with you, I see a, that's why I kind of like Cameron Brait in my Fanduel this week because I think he's going to be getting a lot of passes one way or the other. One, if Jameis Winston's in the game. Yeah, I think Winston's going to go to him, and I think if Griffin's in the game, I think Griffin's going to have no choice but to go to him, um, to be honest with you on that. So we'll, we'll see. We'll okay. see. But that's that's kind of my outlook on this game. I don't think Winston finishes this game. Okay. Uh, moving on, the, this is going to be a fun game to watch at 1 o'clock. The Seahawks, 8-2, and two, travel to Philadelphia to take on the 5-5 five and five Eagles. Now, the Eagles, believe it or not, were leading 10 nothing over the Patriots, and Lane Johnson suffered a concussion. Uh, after that, Philadelphia did not score a single point. Uh, the offense sputtered against one of the best defenses in the NFL. Carson Wentz, though, if you look at his numbers, he historically struggles when Lane Johnson does not play. And plus, the receiving core was banged up. They didn't have Jordan Howard, so it was no surprise that the Eagles could not score against New England. Now, it remains to be seen if Lane Johnson is able to play in this game against the Seahawks. His presence is going to be must-needed because that Seattle defensive front is playing really well lately with Jadavian Clowney and Ezekiel Ansah. So his availability is going to be especially – they need him big time. Um, Alshon Jeffrey, he might miss this contest too. He's got some hamstring injuries. And without Alshon Jeffries, that causes a lot of drop passes from the rest of his receiving core, including Nelson Aguilar. Uh, he, that was another game-winning or tying drop by Nelson Aguilar that he dropped at the end of the regulation. Against yeah, the I know. That's twice this year he's done that. Yeah. Uh, I think they're name, nicknaming him Hands. Yeah, right? The Seahawks have an injury question mark at receiver themselves. Tyler Lockett is uncertain to play in this game. Uh, that's Russell Wilson's favorite and most dynamic weapon. Now, the Eagles aren't very good at defending slot receivers, so that means Lockett's absence is going to be a huge absence for Seattle. Yeah, I agree on that, too. Uh, Philadelphia's secondary, though, 
in the wake of Jalen Mills and Ronald Darby's return from injury has actually improved a little bit. So Josh Gordon, DK Metcalf on the outside, I think they'll be handled pretty well. And I like the Eagles' pass rush, pretty heavy presence on Russell Wilson. That means he's going to have to move out of the pocket. The offensive line for Seattle did take a hit a few weeks ago. Justin Britt, their center, suffered an injury. So that's a liability. Uh, I don't think the Seahawks are going to be able to run their way out of this one. You know, usually they rely heavily on the running game. So it's going to be up to Russell Wilson to do it, not Chris Carson, who's been a solid runner this year, but I don't think he's going to have a good game against the Eagles. I, uh, it, uh, wow, this is a tough game. I really thought the Eagles were going to upset the Patriots and they couldn't pull it off. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm leaning towards upset here. Well, I mean, especially if Lane Johnson it, and Alshon it, Jeffries can play. I mean, you said it now. I, I think, I think it could be a big time Russell Wilson, DK Metcalf day. And don't forget about the tight end Hollister. Um, that could be a way you want to go to in FanDuel as well, because you can still get Metcalf. He's still fairly cheap too, right? Yeah, he's still what? See, like, it's like seventy one hundred or something. Everyone's like that. on the Seahawks bandwagon right now because of no, what I'm they just saying uh, because what they did because San against Francisco. the Eagles. Right. Nobody expects them to win this game, especially right. with Lockett being out. Exactly, and I think it could go the exact exact opposite. Yeah, Metcalf sixty seven hundred. Yeah. So with with Russell Wilson at eighty two, you still get that little bit of discount with him, and then Hollister at tight end. If you really want to game stack that, I think he's like fifty five or something like that, fifty eight. So, you know, still on the cheaper end, if you really want to game stack that that there that way, it's possible. It I is definitely like, possible to do that. I feel like if the Eagles are healthy, they have Alshon Jeffries, Lane Johnson plays, I feel like the Eagles could win this game because, I, they, you know, yeah, they beat the San Francisco 49ers, but they almost lost to Tampa Bay at home the week before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, this is, to me, I feel like the Seahawks are slightly overrated. I, I kind of am with you on that. I, I really am. And that's mm-hmm. why I really I don't think I'm going to go that route. I actually think, Phil, right now, I think Philly's going to win. I got um, Philly winning this game. Yeah, they're at home. Uh, like you said, Lockett being out, I think yeah. it's going to make a big difference. And, and I think actually the Philly, I think Philly's defense, it's it's top notch. Mm-hmm. I mean, it really is. They're one of the top defenses in the league. You can't ignore that. Yeah. So I think with that being said, I think their defense is what wins them the game this week. Yeah. To be honest with you, it almost beat New England last week. Everybody raving about New England's defense, but yet Philly's defense almost almost stood up to the task there. And if it would have been for for the uh, one drop, wouldn't have been for the one drop in the end zone by Aguiar at the end of the game. Yeah, the Eagles win that game. So, yeah, another game. Uh, Derrick Henry is really expensive this week in fantasy football yeah, because that. because he's going up against the Jacksonville Jaguars and their defense, which is not very good against yeah. the rush. This They're, is they, when they got torched by Williams last yeah. week. Jacksonville's defense used to be so good, but the primary problem this year is their linebacker play. It's been dreadful, uh, and it was on display last week against the Colts, who had two 100-yard rushers in that game. That's insane. Mm-hmm. And that one of them who's Jonathan Williams, who I'd never even heard of before. You know, So if the Jaguars had trouble stopping Jonathan Williams. Is he starting this week, Jonathan he Williams? He is. He is for Marlon Mack. Um Trying to look something up here. Yeah. What's his price on Fanduel? I don't know. Uh, I'm not sure. I'm trying to look that up. I, I just I don't trust find him. I just don't trust him having. I'm just saying I can't. Even find yeah. This I guy. just don't trust him having two good games in a row, especially when you got Naeem Hines and Jordan Wilkins in the backfield. With yeah. You. And uh, what's the run defense they're going? At? Who is their going? Who are they going? Oh, against? they're going up the Jaguars defense. Oh, that's right. Oh, Thursday night. Thursday night. Yeah. That's Thursday why. Night okay. Yeah, yeah. That's why it's Thursday uh, night. But I'm thinking if the Jaguars had trouble stopping Mack and Williams, they're going to have trouble stopping Derrick Henry. You know, who's coming off a pretty dominant performance against the Chiefs himself 
So, and he had a bye week to rest his legs. So there's a really good chance he can carry the ball 30 times in this game. Uh, yeah, the Jaguars are better against the pass than they are against the run. Uh, Ryan Tanner has done a pretty decent job of taking care of the football, but I don't think he's going to be a factor in this game. This is going to be the this is the Derrick Henry game for me for sure. Yeah, I've got him. I've got him on my fantasy team, and I'll definitely be having. I definitely I'm not taking him out of my lineup ever, but I would never take him out. But I'm definitely not taking him out this week. Yeah, Nick. Um, but yeah, he'll be lead, He'll probably be leading my team in points this week. Yeah, right? Nick. So. Yeah, Nick Foles came back from injury last week. Uh, did throw a deep touchdown pass to DJ Chark, but. Then didn't score a single point after that until garbage time, and that was against the Colts. Uh, you know, he's a little rusty. I don't think he, I think he's back from the rust, but I'm looking at this game right now. This could be a defensive battle, I think. Both running games, Leonard Fournette, I can see having a decent game. Derrick Henry, I think, is going to have a good game. I think this is going to be a low-scoring time of possession battle type of game. I'm looking at like 17-14 in this game, and I'm kind of leaning towards, ooh, I guess I'm going to lean towards the Titans in this one. Yeah, I'm taking the Titans. I just don't. Tr- They've got I, the game at home. I don't trust Jacksonville. I just usually always pick the co- team with the better quarterback. Is Ryan Tannehill really better than Nick Foles? <laughs> you know? I don't my... know about that. I don't think so. I think Nick Foles is a better quarterback, to be honest with you. But I don't. I don't think Jacksonville's a better team. I think Tennessee's a better team. Yeah. And if Tannehill just doesn't turn the ball over, if he doesn't get the Jameis Winston syndrome, then um, yeah, he'll be fine. I think they'll win the game. Now, if he turns the ball over a lot, different yeah. story. We'll get to our 4 o'clock games tomorrow. Those are our 1 o'clock picks. But looking at our fan duel lineups, just real quick, mm-hmm. this is how I got it going right now. I got Matt Ryan at quarterback. Mm-hmm. Then I got Nick Chubb and Phillip Lindsay as my running backs. Nick Chubb going up against Miami's defense, which is terrible. And Nick Chubb, and we talked about Phillip Lindsay. Uh, my receivers, I had to stack Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley against those Buccaneers secondary. Had to. Yep. All right. And then for a cheap wide receiver, I'm kind of leaning towards what you said, but I'm going to go with uh, Terry Quinn, not not Terry McLaren. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tony or Tony Quinn, right? The white, the number two receiver for the Redskins. He's dirt cheap, forty seven hundred against the Lions defense. Okay, tight end. I'm going with McDonald uh, in my flex position. Mike Evans, after having a bad game, you know, every time he has a bad game, he bounces back for like a two hundred yard performance. Yeah, that's you good. Know? He could, that could have very well happened. And he had a bad performance last week, so I'm expecting him to bounce back against the Falcons. And then for my defense, I'm taking the Browns, and that, and that yeah. takes up my entire salary cap. I kind of like that matchup. Well, I'm with you on the Browns' defense, and I know I'm with you on Philip Lindsay. You said right? Yeah, yeah, I know I'm with you on those two. But like I said, I'm kind of going the Detroit route, uh, the Driscoll, Galladay, Marvin Jones stack, along with Scarborough, the cheap running back. Yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of leaning that way right now. I'll probably change that, but with the Scarborough running back thing. But mm-hmm. as of right now, I got him. And and then the bottom half of my lineup there, like like you said, my third wide receiver, I got Calvin Ridley. I got to get a piece of that game. Yeah. I think Ridley's definitely going to be the play, at least one of one of the big plays this week. And then I got the other, my flex position is where I got Julio Jones, and then my tight end is Cameron Brake. Yeah, like I, said, I, I think, worry about Cameron Brake. I think, but I think without Ho.J. Howard, mm-hmm. I think Cameron Brake's going to get another 10-catch reception game that it, uh, right. this week. Okay. So there well, there you go. go. Those those are our tentative. May even give football. you a touchdown or two. Yeah, we'll talk. I'm sure that'll, that'll change as we discuss this further into the week. We know if the Bucks get the ball right. to one, they're going to throw. So. Right. We'll make our four o'clock picks in our game tomorrow, and we'll have uh, Jeremy Beard calling in to talk about his book about Oscar Charlton. In the meantime, for Bill Siebert, I'm Larry Timko. If we don't see you in the future, we'll see you in the past year. See ya. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.